Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life. Rocket can. What up? Welcome to Maggie and Perloff. Tom Brady is just screwed. I don't know where this guy goes from here. The offense is terrible. The Bucks are not good. They're not a threat. They're going to play the Dallas Cowboys in the first round of the playoffs, Perloff, if the season ended today. They're going to get smoked by Dallas. Like, this isn't even this isn't even resemble a Tom Brady season at all. I mean, he put together a great comeback last night. Maybe that was a little vintage Brady. We've seen that twice this year. But this offense does not look like anything that he wants any part of, quite frankly. He's trying to prop it up with basically like fishing line and duct tape. Oh, man. I don't know. I totally hear what you're saying. But Tom, come playoff time, Tom Brady on one side and Mike McCarthy on the other. To say that they're going to get smoked feels feels bold. You're probably right, but it just still, I would not totally rule them out. I mean, listen, there's a couple things that are going to help. Uh, Tristan Wirfs is coming back probably next week. So that's going to help the line. Yeah, the line is terrible. Donovan no Smith, time. Donovan Smith cannot get this many. I mean, the holdings have to go away. If, if he, he has to get better at this, right? I mean, he's a, he's a veteran NFL player. So you get that out of the way. Julio Jones looks amazing. Julio so that's a third good. thing. There you go. I don't know why Mike Evans has quit on the sport of football. That, <laughs> I don't but, have an and then all of a sudden Leonard Fournette looks spicy. There is a chance. They're six and six now. There's a chance that they figure out something and get a little bit spicy. And I'm not saying they're going to the Super Bowl, but the NFC is there, the Cowboys are unpredictable come playoff time. They always have been, even in their their best possible years. Uh, last year, the Niners beat the Packers in Lambeau. It's gonna weird things could happen. And this team lends itself to weird stuff. Look at last night. It was such a weird game. I mean, people must have seen the Brady win coming with about eight minutes left. Like, the Saints started to do Saints things. Yes. And like, and we knew <laughs> in the last... Did anyone not think Tom Brady was going to lead them to that touchdown on the last drive? That was a given. They might as well walk off the field with two minutes left. Well, to be honest, like, I'm not going to sit up here and stump for Todd Bowles for any kind of Coach of the Year awards or anything like that. So certainly he's made some mistakes, but he was absolutely right to punt the ball on fourth and 10. I know Brady wanted to go for it there, but of course Bowles had the correct decision. He punt the ball away. The Saints did the Saints things, as you said. They get the ball back. They score the touchdown. They got the ball back again. I mean, that was just like Brady. That Brady would have sunk them even more. He didn't want to come off the field at the fourth and 10 in his own territory. You would have handed the Saints the win. That was fine, but the series before, they punted from the Saints 40. Well, it's a defensive-minded head coach. I don't no, know 
I mean, to tell you about it's that. It's a stupid head coach. I, the ball went into the end zone, and they got it back at the 20. That is, I mean, Dennis Allen's the second-worst coach in the NFL. Obviously, Nathaniel yes, Hackett's Nathaniel the Hackett owns it. So, best. Dennis Allen's so bad. He's so bad at his job. How bad is he? He makes Todd Bowles look like Vince Lombardi. And Todd Bowles <laughs> is the third-worst coach. He kind of nailed the punchline I there, mean, actually. is there anybody? <laughs> I mean, this is your three-worst coaches, right? No, actually, I'm sorry. Todd Bowles is not in it. But it's definitely Dennis Allen has no right to be walking that sideline. I mean, he... He made every mistake possible. He, he's a defensive coach, and his secondary, to get that P.I. on Mike Evans was an unbelievable Well, play. everyone knew that was happening. It's like but Brady all you loads had to do up is to go deep, back. and it's like, this is exactly what they're going for, and you handed Troy, it to him. Troy Aikman could not believe it. He's like, I just don't understand what that coverage was. It, and well, to I be agree. honest, though, that was the that was basically the Bucks' whole offense because yeah. their offense is just not good. And You mentioned Julio Jones. Okay, maybe Fournette a little bit, but... I mean, they're just not anywhere close to what we're seeing from Tom Brady, despite no. the fact that they were able to score two touchdowns late in the game. But they are 6-6. Six and six. They are going to be in the playoffs, and the NFC is going to be tightly packed. They are getting some players healthy again. Yes, it's unlikely, but to say that they're definitely going to get blown out by the Cowboys feels really aggressive to me because look at Tom Brady's playoff history. Look at the Cowboys' playoff history. Look at Mike McCarthy's okay. playoff history. Yes, you want to go history, fine. But let's talk about this season because I don't want to get wrapped up in history. If you talk about Tom Brady this year and you want to bring history into it, well, then that ends every conversation, right? There's no argument That's against true. his legacy <laughs> yeah. and his resume. He's the greatest. So it ends there. But Well, it, Stafford did beat him last year. <laughs> right, and Stafford but beat him last right. year. You're but, right. like, is there anyone who actually still believes in Brady? You might believe in him as the greatest of all time, but is there anyone who looks at that Bucks team now and says, oh, yeah, that's the team that's about to go on the run. That's the team that's about to get really dangerous in the postseason. Absolutely not. And, and that's not a knock on Brady. He's trying to do everything he can out there. He either has no time and is getting mauled. It looked like the Super Bowl against the Giants, but he's like had zero like nanoseconds to throw the ball, or his team is letting him down. And listen, I can't cry for him because – you know, Todd Bowles as a coach, you could have had Arians there, but if we believe the reports, it was Brady who wanted him gone. And now look at the offense. There's been only four times in a Tom Brady-led offense, four times this year that they've scored 20 points or more. It's week 14. We're here. They they are inept. I mean, he's a answering questions about it afterwards, leads to Salters. He's got no answers whatsoever. Uh, we hope we score more points. I mean, hell of a strategy. I just don't see especially <laughs> how things are going to start getting tighter. Defenses like are going to start becoming more of a factor, being able to run the ball. It just has not worked for the Bucs. I'm just, if I'm in the NFC, if I'm your Eagles, if I'm the Cowboys, if I'm anyone who's lined up to play the Bucs, I'm not scared of them the way that I was two years ago. No, of course not. I mean, they, you would have been a touchdown underdog two years ago. You're going to be a touchdown favorite this time. Yeah. I'm telling you, that game is going to be close. I There is not going to... You got to remember the Cowboys and the Eagles are nothing like their record. They've been feasting on these crazy easy schedules. The Bucks will the Bucks have a tough schedule coming up. They have San Francisco tough and schedule. Cincinnati. They play in a division where no one's above 500. Right, but they, I'm just saying they have San Francisco and Cincinnati coming up. Yeah. That's that gonna is tough. that's going to be tough. So they'll probably come in with seven or eight wins. They'll probably make it. It's going to be in Tampa. Is that how they do it still? The division winner gets a home game. I think this is going to be a tricky game for whoever. I think it's going to be close. Man. I, Plus the Bucks, the Bucks have all this talent. They're putting no effort into the game. Like, imagine if Mike Evans tried. It's going to be different in the playoffs. <laughs> and Chris Godwin's going to be healthier. I don't even know if he's unhealthy. Julio Jones. I, I just think there's a lot of reasons to think the Bucks, 
in a month and a half will be, well, is a month and a half? A month. A will month. be more dangerous than they are right now. Oh, it can't possibly that. be less dangerous. How can it be less dangerous than last night, Maggie? They were 57 minutes with a field goal. <laughs> yes, I, they can't be less dangerous than last night. But the Saints, as you said, had to do their part to let them back in the game. And whether it was Saints defense, whether it was receivers, whether it was penalties, whether it was Dennis Allen. I mean, no, no, no. It. There's only one. There's no. There's one reason they lost that game. Because Mark Ingram ran out of bounds for right. no reason. What is being called on my Twitter timeline is the worst play in the history of the NFL or <laughs> wow. proof that people are That's bad at it. it. Wow. I got at least the 15 people who said that it's the worst play they've ever seen. It okay. is, it's the worst play of the year. It is the most unbelievable thing that a veteran would, when you're trying to kill the clock on second and eight, would catch a screen pass, run, and run out of bounds one yard before the first down line with no tackler on him. It's unthinkable. It's, it's unimaginable. You could not write that play. Okay, but so... I know Ingram came out on Twitter and apologized for this, right? But was it the play before, two plays before, he's clearly injured. Why they put him back into the game when you have Alvin Kamara, I don't understand. And then as soon as he goes out of bounds, yes, a yard before the first down line, he crumbles into a heap into the sideline like he can't move another inch. But he just sprinted eight yards. Okay. I don't know if that was a sprint. I mean, well, it ran pretty good. It looked fine. I, I just think that you, no, no, no. Definitely you can't had a guy who was not 100% out there. Why? Fine. I don't care if you're that goes 8%. Back to coaching. I could be on crutches and run for that first down. There is no. You, <laughs> you and possibly... I would make it out of the tunnel if we had a pole dance <laughs> You know that's true. You can't possibly make an excuse for him on that play. That They should have. I know he was hurt. They should have cut him today. I mean, there's no reason. Listen, First of all, he was awful in the entire game. He was a guaranteed he's hurt. Rule. Well, he should be out there then. And he wasn't hurt the whole time. Kamara is awful, too. I think he's hit the wall. The this whole, whole coaching team, staff has got to go. I mean, yeah. can they just bring Sean Payton back? Like, we're talking right. about Sean Payton. Where is he going to go? And he knows he wants to go into coaching. He wants to get back into it sooner than later. I mean, he what? was he walked away from that team for very specific reasons, Maggie. Because <laughs> they very specifically <laughs> yeah, suck. Yeah, so he's not going. Okay, so forget New Orleans. So what do you think? Sean Payton told Tom well, Brady he wants to come back. Where is he going to go? Okay, but here's the thing. What if I know this is not going to happen? But what if somehow you could bring Brady with you to New Orleans again? I know this no. isn't going to happen. Their I, team I is it. their roster is garbage. Well. Is it though? You have, garbage. You have Alave. He's definitely not garbage. He he's, big drop last night, but yeah, he's good. He's good. You have. You do have Kamara. Washed. I don't. I mean, okay, but I, Wait, say Michael Thomas. Just say you have I, Michael Thomas. Yeah. Michael Thomas well doesn't say, exist. He's a figment yeah. of all of our imagination. You might as well say you have the Easter Bunny catching passes. <laughs> if you're gonna say you have Michael Thomas. I feel like I watched him once or twice catch footballs, but now I feel like maybe it was a dream. You have one incredibly professional player. On that Cam unit. Jordan is Cam going to Jordan. Hall of Fame. But Cam Jordan is 33 years old. So I don't know that you know, there's no future there. Peyton clearly walked away. He wanted to coach. He walked away from that team because he saw the roster f- f- crumbling everywhere. Okay, so what? Okay, so there's two questions here. First of all, the question is, does anyone actually believe that Tom Brady? Like, you can still say he's the greatest of all mm-hmm. time. This isn't... This isn't, you know, uh, predicting his demise. I'm sure he's going to play next year somewhere. Like, it's not, uh, you know, you have to be anti-Brady. But does anyone actually think this year that they're going to get it done? Like, please, I would love to see who is the Bucks defender out there or the Brady Kool-Aid drinker who honestly thinks that this is still a season. Mike Samter raises his hand. 
You're I, so you're so far up Mike White's. You know what? How do you? How can you even see Tom Brady? The, well, that's the thing. The only thing you can see other than Mike White is Tom Brady because he's just that good. But like any other year, I would agree with you. But the NFC is so weak. Like I don't buy the Vikings. I don't buy the Niners with Brock Purdy. I'm not buying the Seahawks. The Cowboys do what the Cowboys always do, and they choke in the playoffs. And I mean. I'm sorry for a lot. Your Eagles look very good, but I'm not like convinced that they're like the team, especially unproven. The AFC uh, NFC South is terrible. They're going to win the division. They just get hot. They have championship caliber players. Yeah. If they get healthy and they get hot, like Perloff said, there's a chance. I'm not saying they're going to. I'm not yeah. saying they're a favorite, but like if they made the Super Bowl, they'd get crushed by anybody in the AFC, but they can make it through to the NFC. Yeah, I mean. You going to take that Eagle slander? Oh, absolutely. He's 100% right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the, Mike hits a reality. They're not in the tournament with Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Joe Burrow. They're in the tournament with a very good Jalen Hurts is going to be the MVP. He's great. And Dak is kind of wobbly right now. But it's a mess in the NFC. So It's Kirk Cousins, Geno Smith, yeah. and Brock Purdy that you're but, going against. I mean, I mean the problem this is Cowboys that, slander, I just don't understand it. <laughs> you don't? Well, I mean, I do because I mean, it's been great. 25 years of disappointment. I get it, but you're, I'm looking at this season. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna be the, the same. The Cowboys, Cowboys have forever been, or for the yeah. past 30 years, the best team in November and December, and then you get into January, and then the Cowboys. That's kind of their thing. <laughs> this is the point of the year where the Cowboys raise everyone's expectation, yeah. just waiting to crush them all next month. I mean, that's been the the cycle that we've seen and come to know and love. No, no, no don't worry. Odell's coming. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's going to work out just fine. Well, it's funny. We're putting, by the way, the Bucks and the Cowboys. The Eagles are not a guarantee to be the number one seed. It could be the Cowboys could be the number one seed because they play in a couple weeks. So it could be the Eagles, Bucks. I don't know. I, I don't think. The Eagles would also crush the Bucks. I don't know. In the playoffs? Crush? I mean, the Bucks okay, would take the air out of the ball. Okay, does anyone crush in the playoffs? Okay, maybe not. They that's, would, yeah, they that's would my point. win. They would win. They would probably They'd be win. favored and they would win. Well, you were saying crush. I, I want to hold. Right, I want to do a show. But back. would you be shocked? But would you be shocked if the Bucks pulled off that that upset? Yes, I would be. I don't. I don't. I I look at the Bucks and I watch them, and I'm not. I feel like I'm not watching a good team. I think the only team that's legitimately head and shoulders better than the Bucks is the Eagles, and everybody else they're on the same level. Oh, I think that. See, I think the Cowboys are much better. Whether the Cowboys blow it in the playoffs, okay, well, let's have that conversation. But I think the Cowboys as a roster to go unit for unit. Like, they're all better. And they're getting their left tackle back. Yeah, and I think that's my point. I think I trust Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Tom Brady, and Shaq Barrett, and that whole squad in the playoffs. I didn't know Barrett, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem. They are beat up. I think the big question, if Mike Evans all of a sudden turns it on, they're a completely different team. Do we have the evidence there? You never know in this league. I mean, first of all, this is a team that was down. What were they down to the Rams last year? And then Tom Brady pulled who knows what (laughs) out of his butt and made that a close game. It was insane what he did last year. That's why, and there is a cinematic quality to them. I agree that they're they're definitely a way inferior team to both the Cowboys and Eagles right now. But I also think the game would be within seven points for some bizarre reason. Well, my, there's no logic here. It might be it might be tight. Also, I mean, Brady's got to go home every night and basically just look at a map of the lower 48 states and just start throwing darts at the wall. Like, where am I going to go next? <laughs> well, you know what though, he's home alone, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, you know, I just know. throw darts against the wall and just sad, depressing music. And... <sighs> So sad last night. He's wishing happy birthday to his daughter after the game. Just oh. like, oh, man. How many times did he look like he wanted to break the tablet last night? He was so mad <laughs> he's so gonna, many times. He, it's going to go from breaking the tablet to, like, breaking somebody. <laughs> like, it's he's going to move on. <laughs> he's got to sign a deal with Microsoft at this point, like, separately outside of the NFL, because all the broken tablets have 
given so much more oh, like uh, attention. How about, a, how about yeah. a Super Bowl commercial of Brady? You know, breaking tablets, breaking Microsoft, Microsoft uh, tablets. Well, EJ, it's, it's great, EJ, because he's yeah. going to be in the booth for that game. Yeah, plenty of time for commercials. Don't give away those million dollar ideas, dude. That was that's a great. <laughs> idea. Seriously, it's actually it's actually gold. Um, uh, yeah, the, yeah the. This is not going to be the same team we're going to see in a month. They never play well against the Saints. The Saints always, even when the Bucks are good, the Saints hold them to no points. The that's Saints true. own the Bucks. Usually, you need Marshawn Lattimore to play. That didn't happen last night. Yeah, I. I that's a good point. Yeah, I, I think the last night's game you can kind of throw out the window because it, the Bucks offense is going to get better, and better. Julio, no one's impressed with Julio Jones. That nice catchy catch the end. Yeah, nice like. Catch. Maybe maybe he's back to old Julio. I'm convincing myself now. I just uh <laughs> your voice went up like four yeah. octaves there. <laughs> maybe he's the old Julio. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Let's hear it. Who's gonna go out there and defend the Bucks today? You got Mike Samter in your corner. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Anybody who was about to defend the Bucks is now running the opposite Who's direction now that I'm on that side. Who wants to side with the Jets fans on what good football is? 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. All right, we've got that for you on the table. We want you to get involved early and often on the show today. Also coming up, who got snubbed for the Heisman? Oof, this was brutal. You can't do that to people. Come on, voters. You're better than that. Perloff and I will break it down next. Don't move. It's Maggie and Perloff on this lovely Tuesday. Glad to have you. CBS Sports Radio, CBS Sports Network, Sirius XM Channel 158, and the free Odyssey. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speed than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest black with 60 month special financing only at ashley subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward medella is the mark of a fighter you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight the better the reward you put in the hours the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. I'm going to solve the Bucks' offensive problems with one foul swoop, and I'll call it the black box theory. Okay. You know the joke about if the black box in an airplane crash doesn't get destroyed, why not make the whole plane out of the black box? <laughs> right, right, yeah. So if Tom Brady's unstoppable in two-minute drill, why not run the two-minute drill <laughs> for 60 time. minutes? And yeah. I, 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 I was reading some speculation on why he's so awesome in the two-minute drill because maybe he's calling the plays or has more influence on the plays. Whatever they're doing in the two-minute drill, do more of that. It looks awesome. I, I Pick up the tempo. Forget the running game and let Fournette will show up in January and be good again. That's what he does. There is a chance that the Bucks get this all together and then they show up for the wild card round and are tough out. Okay. It's a good theory, but here's the thing. 
it'd be one thing if the Bucks were starting from like what like top third of the league, right? In terms of like statistics and stuff. And it was like top third, and then they just have to make a push here to the end of the season. You want to know what they average in terms of yards per rush, let's say, for example, like where they rank in the league? Right, but okay. Dead last. Yeah, I know, but when they go to my two-minute drill, they're not going to run the ball. <laughs> okay. In terms of points per game, they're 27th in the league. In terms of red zone scoring percentage, they're 21st in the league. They're 19th on third down uh, completion percentage. Like, they're not even starting from, like, middle of the pack or up. You're asking them to go from being in the bottom of so many of these statistical categories to all of a sudden becoming some kind of locomotive freight train. Yeah. Like that's asking way too much, even if it is Tom Brady. Go to the two-minute drill. <laughs> okay. I don't. You don't even need to be a locomotive in the NFC. I don't think you need to be, you know, <laughs> yes. uh, the greatest show on turf. Yeah. I think there's definitely there's there's a lot of room for improvement. That's what that's what we say when something goes terribly wrong. <laughs> a lot of room for yeah. improvement. You sound like a general manager. Whereas like the Saints have no room for improvement. They stink and they don't have a draft pick, which is the worst. Just all time boneheaded moves by yeah. the Saints round and round. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Let's go to Steve. He's our pal in Indianapolis. Has a thought for Brady. Steve, how are you? I'm so good, I can't stand it, and I love you guys. you got a great radio show. Uh, I think Indianapolis is the perfect landing spot if uh, Brady continues to play because it would just be another in a long string of uh, quarterbacks <laughs> at the end of their career. No. And, you know, I mean, why, why stop at three or four? Let's do this <laughs> a half a dozen times. But on a more serious note, this team is desperate for coaching and, and some competent GM. I, everybody loves Chris Ballard. I don't know how justified it is looking things over the last few years. And I've got an idea. Give Sean Payton a uh, John Gruden contract, and Ursay ought to go to Payton and say, look, 10 years, $10 million a year, you're the coach and the GM, and then get Brady to come here, because I think Brady would love to play for Sean Payton. We've got a good defense. Shaq Leonard, I hope, is coming back healthy. Pittman's a good receiver. Alec Pierce is coming along. Yeah. you got one of the best running backs in the league. I, I, I think this is a bad football team that could be a good football team, and I don't know what's missing, but my theory is maybe it's coaching, general management, mm. yeah. and a quarterback. Well, you know, Steve, small the other yeah, <laughs> coach, general manager, quarterback, you know, those small things. It's not like you're looking in the in the market for a free safety or something. Yeah, yeah like, you're solid uh, safety. <laughs> Steve, thank you for the call. So here's the thing. Well, first of all, John Robinson is available now. So if you want to look in the division, you might be able to get a new general manager. The Titans fired their GM today, which I thought was kind of interesting. Well, right, but wasn't there something about Sean Payton did want to have control of personnel? So yes. this is a, that is attractive to have a coach GM position. It is, and I think that. The, the one piece of that puzzle is, is Tom Brady going to go to Indy, the place where Peyton Manning, the house that Peyton built, so to speak, they had their oh. rivalry. I mean, I know it's been years, but... If he could go there and win as many Super Bowls in one year as Peyton had in yeah. a decade, that would be epic. Yeah. So last night he passed Peyton, right, for the most fourth quarter comebacks right, in the history of the NFL. And he's is passed there a Peyton statue and of else. Peyton out there? Oh, that'd be great. Is there a statue of Peyton yet in front of the stadium? Uh, I haven't been to Indy. I haven't been to India in a couple of years. Okay, I think so. Not yet. Yeah. There will be. <laughs> and oh, I don't yeah, think Brady's sure. gonna want to pass through pass by it every day. That's a pretty good pitch. No, I don't think he cares at all about that. That was a good pitch because you do have all these stars on the offensive line who have not performed. I mean, what do we do about the obvious fact that Jeff Saturday is gonna be 
back. No. <laughs> no. He's not going to be back, right? No, but I actually, you know what? It makes it really depressing when you think about the fact that you're going from Philip Rivers to Matt Ryan to Tom Brady. You forgot if you, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. But if you clump Brady in with those guys, that is not a good picture. You know, maybe a new strategy is called for in Indy. I don't know. Maybe draft a quarterback or try. I mean, yeah. I guess that maybe that's the way. All right, we'll put a pin in Indianapolis for a second. By the way, big uh, article about, that came out about Andrew Luck today in ESPN. We'll get to that a little later. Uh, Louie is in California. Louie, what's up? Hey, how you guys doing? We're doing great. I love your guys' show, first of all. Thank you. And uh, I'm a, I, first and foremost, like to say that I'm a Raider fan, and it's hard for me to even talk about Tom Brady. Yeah. Okay, because of the Brady rule and everything else. But, uh, but he is that good. I'm, he is that good. We know, Louie. He is that good. And I understand that there's some scars there. Brady has left scars on all of us in the AFC. But this year, even if Brady is that good, and thank you for the call, Louie. You were going in and out of a reception. Even if Brady is that good, Perloff, like, what are you asking him to do now? Like, I, this is not, like, the kind of team. He's turned this guy, Cade Otten, into something, like, they didn't give him the type of team that he likes. It's not what's so different about except not having Gronk there. It's kind of the same team, isn't it? Well, Ooh. I mean, it doesn't look like the same team because if yeah. it is the same team, then why are they twenty seven? Yeah, the well, they scoring? lost. You're right. They lost some offensive linemen. Uh, that obviously hurts. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think they'll pick it up a little bit. No, right. I'm not talking about winning a Super Bowl. I'm talking about winning a playoff game. I mean, come on. You saw that. That's where the bar is for Tom Brady now, winning a playoff game? They, and I don't think they're going to win a playoff game, but isn't it all about Super Bowls with him? They were 5-6 and six coming into last night's game and were down 16-3 with 30 minutes. No, the bar is not a Super Bowl. <laughs> I I think the bar is winning a playoff game. No? You think Super Bowl? Wait, they, they were 5-6 they were and six last night. I know, but it and doesn't. They should be 5-7. and seven. I know, but the record doesn't matter, right? Because that's what I've been told over and over again. It doesn't matter because they're going to win the division. And they're going to get a home playoff game. Yeah, so th- what does the record matter? I think you're arguing the wrong point with the public, though. I think the question is, are they going to be a, a competitive team in the playoffs? Not are they going to win the Super Bowl. Actually, maybe Samter was saying that. Samter laid out the case. Like, what are the odds? Like, go to DraftKings. What are the odds of them winning the NFC? They can't be good. Let's right? while we look that up, let's go to Mike is in Pittsburgh, also a big Bucks defender. What's up, Mike? How are you guys today? Doing excellent. What's in your mind? Hey, I, like Mike, like uh Samter, I'm running towards this argument. One, I think he is this good. Um I, but then I'm a I'm a Brady Gomer. But if the <laughs> offensive line gets good, uh they are one of the few teams in the NFL that actually throws to set up the run. So you can't really compare their running numbers because they don't run on first and second down. They're going to need to run on a third and three, second and two. His numbers aren't all that bad this year. He's thrown for th- almost 3,300 yards, 16 touchdowns, three interceptions. Yep. If the offensive line gets a little bit better and can give him a few more seconds, he's going to be able to complete some more downfield throws, and the offense should have an up. Well, yeah, but, well Mike, that's a big if, though. He's already taken 18 sacks so far this year, by the way. He right. took 21 all of last year. We still have five, four weeks to go. What about the problem with Mike Evans, though? I mean, there's clearly it's either a connection problem or an effort problem, or it's just not what it used to be. That's what worries me the most, Mike. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and again, it's always nice to be able to have somebody that can take the lid off the defense. And uh, hopefully, 
we've got to get a 15, 20-yard throw downfield. I think the guy can get a six-yard pass every time. Of course. If you noticed in the game last night, he was 15 for 20 for 70 yards. He could, he could complete them. You've got to remember that you throw the ball, uh, three, three things can happen, and two of them are bad. Right. He's not throwing interceptions, but we've got to be able to make a downfield throw. That means more time in the pocket. If the offensive line gets better, I think they're a scary out. I agree with you. I, I wouldn't want to play them. All right, Mike, you make a good case there. I appreciate you weighing in. I, I think you, listen, of all the teams you want to face, sure, are there going to be easier ones in the NFC, theoretically easier ones in the NFC? I just don't see the Bucks as a strong four seed at all. Uh, let's keep going. Dave is in New Jersey. What's up, Dave? Hey, how you doing? Doing excellent. So, so I don't want to rehash on what Mike just said. He's 100% correct. This is what makes the Bucks dangerous. Number one, they're playing with old injured players. Yep. Like Julio okay. Jones, who's only played in seven games this year, but was was very good last night. It came up with a huge grab. Right, but if you, if you were watching the body uh, movement of these players, including Mike Evans, they're playing hurt, even yeah. though they're not telling you that. If these guys get healthier and the offensive line gets their act together, that's going to make, because of Brady, that's going to make the team a dangerous out, very dangerous out. Yeah, I I've, mean, been Brady, I've been watching Brady since the day he first won his first Super Bowl, and I told my children, I said, you ought to go get jerseys from him and get it signed right away because that guy is going to be winning more Super Bowls. Wait, Dave, wearing a, wearing a Brady jersey in New Jersey, wearing a Tom Brady jersey in the state of New Jersey, you're asking for your kids basically to get, get in an argument everywhere they go. I'm the type of guy who goes against the grain no matter where I'm at. So hey. that's my nature. I'm a, I'm a Boston Bruins hockey player by heart. I'll, I'll age myself. I was watching Bobby Orr win the Stanley Cup. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, what about Donovan Smith holding on every single play? Is that How do you fix that? I'm actually curious. If you're the Dave, box coaching the staff and you're yep. looking at this is clearly a huge problem for the team. I, I, offensive line play is so annoying, Maggie, because we don't get to see it up close. But you know that's what the Super Bowl is going to come down to. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes loses his two tackles. Yep. They're out. So he brings up a really good point. What if this offensive line gels? Then maybe could you buy into the Bucks a little more? If there's a 40% improvement there and Tom gets a little time? Brady with a little bit of time? Yes, but think about it. If your offensive line, you're asking them to do a lot in a short amount of time. Well, Worfs is coming back. Okay, so he's going to be coming back, and you're asking them to automatically, magically gel at the end of the season? Listen, maybe. Maybe. And then if Brady has more time, but you are telling me that the Cowboys pass rush is a picnic? You want to talk about the Eagles pass rush? I mean, I'm just talking about teams that are match up well against what the Bucs are doing this season. Like, I'm sorry, we can talk about the Cowboys' spotty playoff record, but if you're on paper, this should be easy for the Cowboys. Yeah. They should be able to get to Brady. Somehow the Bucks did beat the Cowboys in week one in a game that I didn't week understand. One, yeah, no, I didn't understand it at all. But you're right, they should not match up very well with the Cowboys. Might could be a problem. And for your Eagles. Yeah. Well, the the Eagles, if they could stop the the Eagles' run, they I think their defense is good at stopping the run. So that's that's a big factor for both these teams. I don't know. I, I the callers are convincing me to go with the Bucks. I think I might drop a Bucks bet. Mike, you said <laughs> the, the odds for the Bucks to come bet? out of the NFC are plus one thousand. 
Yeah, That's I don't correct. know. That's more interesting than what than the Eagles as front runners. All right, quickly, Jason is in Michigan. Jason, I only left you thirty seconds. What do you have? Okay, real quick. Uh, Brady has roots in Michigan. Uh, Detroit Lions don't laugh. Uh, it would be equivalent to uh, someone bringing a championship to the Chicago Cubs uh, to the Boston Red Sox. The Lions have starved for seventy years. This is a challenge. The Lions have Jamison Williams coming next year, who will be a stud along with. Uh, the Rams' uh, top five pick, which will probably be number three or number four. Uh, you, a top five offensive line, um, and maybe even top three. If he wants a challenge of his lifetime, go to Detroit and bring them a championship. That would be the icing on the cake for his career. Wow. You can laugh, but I think it's a great thought. Jason, he goes for the immortality to bring the Lions a championship. Yeah, I Are mean, the Lions a sleeping giant a little bit? Well, I think the, the, he, the Lions will have to fend off the Texans in that case, because Brady might want to go to Houston, you know, <laughs> or maybe he'll go try and oh, don't supplant, do that. supplant Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. <laughs> maybe <laughs> he wants to go back up Russell Wilson in Denver. What are you talking about the Lions? He's not going to the Lions. Although that was a great case laid out it by that guy. It was a good case. I'm so excited. I mean, they didn't even mention Amon Ross St. Brown, the you know, the toughest receiver in the league. Basically, like could be yeah. like 10 times better than Wes Welker, right? Yeah, and I love... I love Jamison Williams. He's, I think he's back now. That offensive line is great. Imagine if that number four pick, they got all to Will Anderson, had Aiden Hutchinson and Will Anderson. Tom Brady's smart. He sees, he saw Tampa Bay as a sleeping giant. Wow, what if we are, this show is the first to mention Detroit and it ends up happening? It's <laughs> well, we'd indoors. Have to thank, we'd have to thank our caller. It's like, indoors. Sam. The NFC North is vulnerable. That is brilliant. Especially if Rodgers leaves. Wait, did he say anything about the coach? Because I don't know if Dan Campbell is, is the offensive line for Tom Brady. Uh, Maybe. But who doesn't Bra- love Dan Campbell? You can't get rid of him at this point. Is Brady into biting kneecaps? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, no. are, are they part of the keto Tom diet? Brady. Is that part of the TB12 yeah. program? I don't, I don't know. Sure. Is, is there a carb a- in a diet in a, in a kneecap, rather? <laughs> if so, no. <laughs> is it breaking a tablet, the equivalent of a biting a kneecap? <laughs> yeah, no, this is this is great. Tom I'm Brady really and, and, the, and the Danimal just going ham on everybody. <laughs> just screaming at each other on the sidelines. <laughs> yes. You know what? I can oh see gosh. it. <laughs> All right. That'd be amazing. <laughs> well, we'd like it. Um, you gave us something to think about. Okay, coming up next, Deion Sanders has taken over in Colorado. Now, Mike Pritchard won a national title there as a wide receiver. He was a teammate of Deion's in Atlanta. Obviously, Mike is a former first-round pick. He's going to join us next. We're going to get in-depth on all things Dion. Welcome back. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places. Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. To Maggie and Perloff. All right, well, this is really exciting because Mike Pritchard, of course, is now the lead NFL analyst at VEASAN, Perloff, so you know we're big fans. Of course, he was a former first-round draft pick by the Atlanta Falcons, played for the Denver Broncos, played for the Seahawks. He also was the MVP of the Colorado Buffalo's 1990 National Championship team, so he's a former Buffalo. He was a teammate of Deion Sanders. Now he's covering the NFL. Mike, you are the perfect person to talk to today. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for the invite. Uh, it'd be my pleasure to talk about Dion Primetime Sanders going to uh, my school, Colorado. So I guess you're excited. <laughs> uh, yes, beyond excited, Andy. I mean, uh, this is incredible news. Uh, he's just in- injected a lot of excitement, uh, not just with the school, the the football program, the athletic department, but the entire state, uh, the entire Buff Nation, to be honest with you. And that that's something that has been missing for a couple of decades now. So, uh, yeah, the impact has been immediately felt uh, knowing that Prime, Coach Prime, is going to be our head coach. I imagine there's got to be like a, you know, text thread either from your Falcons days or from the Colorado days or maybe both. And I imagine both are kind of lit up with Dion texts. Yeah, you, you know, um, certainly the glory days. I've, I've heard from a ton of fans and, and boosters and, and and, and former teammates uh, in terms of the glory days when we did win a national championship and how fired up everybody is. And then I've heard from uh, recent day buffs and, and certainly future buffs too, but uh, I haven't had a chance to connect with Dion um, yet, but I'm sure that'll happen once he gets done with his business out there uh, at Jackson state and then the ascends into Boulder. Uh, he's ready to go though. I mean, just his introductory press conference, Uh, to his interaction with the players, uh, I know Prime is ready to go. Yeah, Mike, what did you think about that? Because obviously Dion comes in and he's a huge personality. He's a huge celebrity and incredible football player, incredible coach. But what did you think about the tactic of coming in and basically telling all the current Colorado Buffaloes, hit the transfer portal, kids, because there's a new sheriff in town? Well, unfortunately for the program, the transfer portal has been a mass exodus. I mean, We've lost player after player after player each and every year the last couple of years. And I know with social media, a lot of players get ahead of it and they announce that they're going to go to the transfer portal. I don't know what the number is for current CU players that mention that, hey, they're going to go to the transfer portal. So I think it's a weeding out process. Um, Beyond Coach Prime knows that he needs to do something like that from a 1-11 football team there's uh, a reason why Prime Coach Prime is here. I mean, uh, our program needs a, a better direction, a better leadership uh, in regards to a head football coach. And I think he was uh, a blunt instrument in terms of just informing the kids. So if you're, if you're entertaining transferring, if you're entertaining the transfer portal, 
then go ahead and do that because I'm upgrading this program. And and knowing Coach Prime, uh, he's ready to do just that. So I know he's hitting the ground running. I, they've been recruiting well from what I hear. Uh, five-star athletes, the transfer portal has been very active too in terms of the interest in, in Colorado football. So I think the impact was felt, but then the also, the, also the impact was heard uh, in other places where we can attract those five-star elite athletes. We're talking to Mike Pritchard, lead NFL analyst at Visa and former NFL player. Mike, I remember when Colorado was one of the premier programs in the nation. They had a lot of swagger. What has happened since the, the 90s? Why has the program fallen off? Is it the athletics department wasn't dedicated to football or there wasn't enough money? Why, why has it been so long since the Buffs have been sort of in the national conversation? Yeah, irrelevant. I mean, that's the way to sum it, uh, to sum it up. I mean, th- there's a combination of factors, to be honest with you. I, I think um, uh, we had a revolving door at, with coaches for a while. We could never really settle in at quarterback either. And, and, and I think that can lead to an inconsistent program. Once we got to the Pac-12, we did have ex- success, though. Uh, we competed for the Pac-12 championship. We lost that game against to, against Washington. Uh, and then we won the Pac-12 South uh, during the COVID situation. But uh, we never really have been consistent. Uh, and there's a number of factors, right? Uh, I think the main thing is recognition, though. Uh, the administration... Rick George, our athletic director, certainly our president, our chancellor, just acknowledging and, and understanding the dynamic of college football and how it's changing, uh, and now wanting to be competitive with that. So Coach Prime is a perfect person. Uh, the awareness of NIL, uh, the, the awareness of the level of support needed for the program, I mean, those are all initiatives um, uh, instituted into this process of trying to get uh, CU back where we belong. Mike Pritchard is our guest. Perloff mentioned lead NFL analyst at VEASAN. You got the VEASAN College Football Bowl Guide is available right now. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You get uh, spread and total picks on everything from legendary broadcaster Brent Musburger. Okay, two more for you, Mike, from me about mm-hmm. this. One, what are the expectations now for, for Dion at Colorado? Immediately, like, how quickly do you think he's going to get this turned around? Quick, quickly, very quickly. Um, what does that look like? What does that mean? Well, you know what? I, I think it's not out of the question to, to envision a bowl game and a bowl appearance. I mean, when we're talking about getting CU back to the level where we all want, it, want to see it and where it belongs, I mean, that's competing in the college football playoff. And uh, the level of athlete that Coach Prime can attract means that we can compete on that level. And so – a bowl game it would be the first step, and then certainly trying to be consistent uh, and try to participate in a college football playoff. I think that's what the expectations should be. Uh, Rick George and, uh, and the administration and certainly our supporters, we've all pointed up in terms of facilities and, and what could be attractive about the football program. We've just been missing that piece, that figurehead, that, that persona, that profile, that electricity, that swagger, like you mentioned earlier, everything that Coach Prime can bring. And so now that we have it, uh, I think we hit the ground running. And absolutely, let, let's set our sights high and, and see if we can reach them. Okay, so I'm going to ask you to dig back into your memory for mm-hmm. your favorite or best Deion Sanders story. You guys are obviously teammates with the Falcons. That was a heck of a team, too. A lot of characters. Brett Favre on the bench there, Jerry Glanville. What's your favorite or best Deion story? Oh, wow. I have so many good ones. Um, <laughs> you know what? Um, 
I think my best story was, and I don't know if Dion has talked about it this way, though, but he played a baseball game. Because uh, everybody can remember, Dion was a two-sport uh, star, and he left a baseball game, and I believe the, Fal- uh, the, I mean, the, the Atlanta Braves, I think they were in the, either the playoffs or uh, they were marching towards the playoffs. I mean, they were elite for, uh, about, uh, baseball team back then, too. And then we had a game against the Dolphins on the road, and he made it. Mm. He played a game and then made it to our game, and obviously he was exhausted. But he went out there and performed at the highest level. And I've never, I never thought I would imagine seeing something like that. But just the level of respect of, of a guy who just cared about his teammates that much uh, to where, yeah, he's doing something that's not, never been done before. But at the same time, he's helping us perform and he's helping us try to win a football game. And I, I just had so much respect for that. But I don't know if Dion's really talked about that, but, I, you know, as teammates – you know, he gave his heart and soul. He was exhausted. He gave a speech after the game, uh, and it was inspiring. And, and so, uh, in, in other words, that, that really helps uh, galvanize a team. That really helps bring a team together and really helps uh, you understand the level of commitment that's needed to, to play at a high, high level. And, Mike, we can't tell you how much we appreciate this. Mike Pritchard is the lead NFL analyst at VEASAN. Of course, love watching you in college and the NFL, Mike, as the MVP of the Buffalo's 1990 National Championship team, of course, and the former first-round draft pick of the Falcons. Played all those fun years in Denver, too, Seattle as well. Uh, this is great. Wish we had time for some more football yeah, questions. Yeah, we got to talk NFL next time. time. Mike, can we have you back <laughs> yeah, to talk next, NFL? Ne- next time would be awesome. Okay. You guys are great, and I would love it. What are you doing next week? Okay, we'll book you for that. <laughs> Thank okay, you so much. sounds good. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's where you can get this year's VEASAN College Football Bowl Guide, Perloff, with uh, picks on the spread and total of every bowl game from legendary broadcaster Brent Musburger. Uh, you know, that would have been the second question if we had more time. Give us your favorite Brent Musburger story out oh, of Vegas. Yeah. He's got, you know, two characters. Yeah, the Dion stories are great. It's, it's unbelievable. I remember when Dion was playing both sports. Only primetime could do it like he did it. It was the most amazing thing. We have to go back. We're going to find that Miami game and get the box score of it. We have to. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. That was a lot of fun. Coming up, we will get into who got snubbed for the Heisman. That comes your way in just a moment. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff straight ahead. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.